Introducing Reading Eggs, the ultimate homeschool reading curriculum. Transform learning into an exciting adventure with a program designed for ages 2 to 13. Dive into phonics, sight words, comprehension, and more, all grounded in solid scientific research. Trusted by 20 million users worldwide, it's the top pick for homeschoolers. The best part? It adapts to your child's level, boosting confidence. KidSafe certified and ad-free? Join now for a 30-day trial at readingeggs.com and nurture your child's love of reading today. Welcome back, guys, to the Homeschoolers Handbook Podcast. And today we are joined by Natalie with Nuggets of Wisdom. Uh, Natalie is a, a vendor of Top Picks, and we met this this past year, and uh, she's she is so fun. So, Natalie, thanks for joining us. I am excited to be here. Well, before we dive into our conversation today, our topic of conversation today is. Uh, is your curriculum enough? And we're going to define enough with air quotes. But before we dive into that, can you um, share what Nuggets of Wisdom is and all what people need to find you there? So we opened the 22nd of November was our one year anniversary. And on Thanksgiving Day, the day after we reached 20,000 visits to our website. So I am so blessed with everything that we've been doing and the team that's with us. So what we are is a digital resource website. We are Christian based. So if you have products that you want that you create for Sunday school or um, your own homeschooling co-ops and you want to sell it similar to teachers pay teachers, we we love Christian products. Um, I grew up in a Christian family and I think it's important that we instill that in our kids and students and our learners, no matter who they are, um, we need to always be witnessing. And I feel like this opportunity came through a failed attempt at something else I had tried the previous year before. And God has taught me so many things through this whole uh, business setup and how it's grown. And like I said, we reached over 20,000 visits now already in the first year, which I think is mind blowing. I'm still shocked some days about that. And just seeing how God has just worked. We're at 30 plus contractors right now. And if you create digital products, I'm always hiring. So I would love to shoot me an email. I can have, make sure Jen writes it on the script or whatever. Yeah. I mean, show notes. Yeah. Of wisdom number four, Y O U at gmail.com. Um, and then our website, it's pretty easy to find. It's the name nuggets dash of dash wisdom.com. So, yeah. All that'll be in the show notes. So for parents who aren't creators who are just looking, I say just there's no just in any conversation <laughs> who are like, who may be looking for, for resources, for printables, for, you know, supplemental things. You, um, you cover pretty much all subjects over there. All subjects, Bible. We also have music documents, TIFF files, the TIFF files, which are ukulele. Um, we have an ukulele player. She has a master's with music. Um, she graduated from Bob Jones University. She lived in the, not the Caribbean, the Philippines-ish area mm -hmm. for a few years, got married, um, has a little boy named Nathan. He's adorable. And um, yeah, April is just a joy to have. And so we have um, music and then Christine's another music person. She teaches theory. So she has games for theory and music stuff. So all kinds of music, product, art. Um, Abby Allen is also um, art venture yeah. animals. She actually just went to... It's either Vietnam, I want to say Vietnam, 
with her husband as an ESL missionaries. And so they are over there now serving as missionaries. And so she sells her products with us to have some supplemental income for her family. So you're not only supporting just parents, you're supporting teachers, missionaries, pastors, wives. So a lot of ministry type people are involved with Nuggets of Wisdom selling their products. And I think it's absolutely amazing um, who God has brought along to this company. <laughs> and that's awesome. Yes. I love that we get to have a wide variety of PowerPoint presentations and resources that aren't just PDFs. And very inexpensive. I'm just going to throw that out there. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like you, you, so much is enterprise, but that's a whole nother conversation. So yeah. moving yeah. on. <laughs> I don't set them. They, they tell me what price they want and I just put it in yeah. there and I, we sell stuff. So it's been good. <laughs> It's, 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 that side is definitely a blessing to many. I know. Um, okay. So let's, let's dive into a conversation that we started and whatnot and expand upon it because so many parents, and I know this is a very generalized statement, but it's true. Uh, so many parents wonder slash struggle slash, you know, are intimidated by just all the things of, am I doing enough? And this is, you know, we, we, as moms think of that, you know, in different, in, in a lot of different ways, but yes. this conversation specifically is, you know, about our homeschool curriculum, about our, you know, kids' education Are are we doing enough? But let's start with a loaded question. How would you define enough? So I am actually, if you live in Pennsylvania and you need a homeschooling evaluator, legally, we have to have an evaluation once a year. I am in a homeschooling evaluator. So I have talked to lots of families (laughs) about getting them set up and everything else. So the first thing I always point out to every new family that are moving to Pennsylvania or they've been in Pennsylvania from public to homeschooling or cyber to homeschooling, check Mm -hmm. your state laws. Every state has different laws and always do that first. Get the legalities out of the way. And Pennsylvania is considered one of the most strictest states. It's not hard. It's literally two pieces of paper and the evaluation at the end of the year. That's it for our districts. That's all they get. They don't need test results. They don't need. And I, as the evaluator, I check off to make sure your child learned. And if you tell Mm -hmm. me your child struggles in reading, guess what? I'm not going to be asking them questions that above their level. I'm going to go a little bit below and start and see where they're at. Yes, it is enough. Um, the next thing I say is find out what style of homeschooling you need to do, because how many in the last 15 years curriculum companies, including Nuggets of Wisdom, have popped up? Now, we are not a, our own curriculum company, but we sell products just like everyone else yeah. does. And how do you know which one benefits you most? There's Montessori, there's Charlotte Mason, there's Ambleside Online, which is a branch off of CM. There's uh, Veritas and Memoria Press, which are classical. You have traditional like a Becca and Bob Jones. How do you know which one? And a Becca and Bob Jones are the two winners with that, where most people start in saying, I heard about a Becca, I heard about Bob Jones Press. That may not be how your child learns best. And what one thing I realized with I having four children and I homeschool three of them, um, a fifth grader, a third grader, and a kindergarten slash about to be six-year-old doing first grade work per child. Yeah, what I like <laughs> and what I want for my child may not be how they learn best. And well, that's the right. I had to come to terms with because I love Veritas and I love Memoria Press and I love the classical style, but my kids are more Charlotte Mason style. And so I've mm. had to adapt and adjust. So yeah, we do one subject with, you know, the classical style to keep it. So I get my little bit in <laughs> of what yeah. I like. 
and we do it together and we work through things. Um, math is another one. Math is something that you just need to get the facts down first. If your kid's in fourth grade and they don't know what two plus 10 is, go back to first grade math. They don't need to know they're working at a first grade level. They don't. They don't. I hate that all these labels on children are, have been put. I had some moms yeah. recently asking me about a two-year-old that they wanted to start schooling. And I said, no, 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 no. Please let them play. And <laughs> my mom motto homeschooling yeah. is let the children play. Let the mm -hmm. children play. And I, I say that, I, I feel like, you know, I dream about it sometimes because I've said it so many times in a day because at that age, they're only young once. They're only yes. little once. Let them be little. Let them play. Let them learn how to pour a teacup and, you know, you know, yeah. on their own and have fun with it. And yes, they're going to make messes. <laughs> That's part of the joy. Let them. Oh, yeah. let them make the messes because how do we learn is through our mistakes many times. And as adults, we make mistakes. You know, if we compare ourselves to our kids of how many mistakes we make throughout, you know, a year, yeah, we do. <laughs> and we're wrong sometimes and we have to go and yeah, I've had to apologize to my kids saying, you know what, I was wrong. You're right, you know, and let me apologize and, you know, let's fix this together. And, you know, let the kids play. That's that's one big thing until they're about six is one thing. Uh, you know? Yes. <laughs> amen and amen. Yes. <laughs> So yeah, and even all, even at yeah. five and six, just give them some crayons. Yes, yes, and I, you know, parents like, well, they want to. Okay, great. If they want to, then yeah. let them. That's fine. Use play doh. Yeah. I I don't like play doh personally because my kids let it out to dry, and I step on it, and it hurts a lot. Um, <laughs> so we do rice or uh, yeah. sand. You know, you can get sand from Home Depot yeah. real cheap. Um, in the springtime, especially, get a whole big bag of it for the whole year. Yeah, play sand. Yeah. Let them trace it, you know, count, let's count the, the, you know, use animals that live in your area. That can be mm -hmm. science and math. Let's count the bees on the flower. Let's count the petals yeah. on the flower. That's school, <laughs> but it's fun for them because they get to color the flower petal. They get to count the color, pet, you know, the flower petal. So for the younger grades, you know, that's enough. Let them cook with you. Montessori mm -hmm. um, is very, very, it's such a solid method for that age range specifically to help get the foundations down because they use manipulatives like rods and beads i actually teach second and third grade and we use manipulatives and division boards and different things that i use in my classroom and my kids pick things up so fast because they see it they hear it they can view it everything is hands-on feel it yeah sensory and everything tactile and you combine those different senses and kids learn much faster many 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 times yeah. Um, and, then, you know, and if a kid struggles, we just started long division today in third grade. I remember doing that in fifth grade starting. <laughs> so I'm like, you guys, you will probably not understand it today, but that is okay. It'll be okay that you don't understand this right now. And mm -hmm. if you get it right away, awesome. If you don't, that's fine. We'll get it together. And so yeah. reinforcing that positive encouragement that kids so desperately need um, is so important that they think they're a failure because they can't get one plus one my daughter mm -hmm. she did not start reading fully in math skills until this past year she's in third grade she did not start reading until she was seven my, my maggie Payton was eight yeah, yeah. and that's okay and i'm talking i'm talking dog cat like mm -hmm. basic yep. words and switching letters other writing people, other people were concerned and i'm like it'll come yeah I mean, it'll come I, it's not, i'm not going to force her to do anything because She's gonna hate reading, you know. Yes, yes. and that. <laughs> but when she, 
but she got it she got it and she became an avid reader honestly yeah and now it's amazing how well she reads and you know she still struggles a little bit but i mean she's reading words that are beyond third grade level already she just took off it just the light bulb came on (laughs) here you go i got yes and so yeah we celebrated that (laughs) we celebrate like you you understand it good you know yeah and one one piece to that i would i would definitely encourage parents don't as as hard as it may be don't compare your kids you know typically firstborn they're they're going to be strong they're going stronger i should say they're going to a lot of times be faster learners and you pick up on things and that second kid that third kid it it may be the eight-year-old starting to read you know there's there's no comparison because we're we are also different our children were intentionally created to be unique and just roll with it yeah a wise wise person a few years ago told me that you know god made us so that not all of us were going to be english teachers or artists and i mean my husband refuses to play pictionary with me because i can't draw worth a leg (laughs) (laughs) i can't draw a straight line to save my life so yes art was not in the cards for me and guess what i'm fine with that i will let artists do what they do and i will pay them happily for their work and you know whatever else that i need to do to get good art on my website and stuff like that but yes I can't draw worth a lick you will not find me playing Pictionary <laughs> very often we won't find you winning Pictionary. <laughs> now on the other hand sign language I'm an interpreter with sign language I picked it up so fast because it's hands-on I learned in college that I am a tactile learner I am not I don't memorize well and it's okay you know I went to a private school I actually never homeschooled myself I, I tried for about two months when I was like fourth grade epic fail <laughs> My parents shipped me right back to the private school and that's where I went K through 12. And so it's been a learning journey for me because this is a first generation homeschooling family that we are. And I've learned so much and I appreciate all the sweat, blood and tears from those who helped Mm -hmm. write all the homeschool laws for the different states and all those who went to Congress and got these things Mm -hmm. passed. So at, you know, we used to have to turn in whole portfolios to districts and the districts could Mm -hmm. tell us yes or no, that was enough in our state we don't have that anymore thankfully (laughs) it's a lot more lenient than it used to be um and so yeah my parents remember when my sister she did homeschool for a year or two and um yeah she had to turn the portfolio in they did a becca they did their videos my parents worked nonstop, so she did the videos and watched that she did great with it she's a very smart kid and you know my sister she's phenomenal she does financial analysm i don't know what it all is involved with that stuff i leave that to her (laughs) i teach elementary (laughs) levels and you know but what is your background so I have a degree in education um elementary education specifically I have taught high school history and geography um I do sign language which I've done I started learning in 2006 and then I got a certificate um for something under my belt under my name to have in about I don't even know 2017 or so just to get something um, but I have a lot of deaf friends and hard of hearing friends in the area. Um, I grew up in the Harrisburg PA area my whole life, went to college for mm. five years, came back and just have never left. <laughs> so I'm still in the Harrisburg. Okay. And um, now we have four kids, my husband and I. Um, and yeah, we've been homeschooling. This is our fifth year homeschooling. And awesome. we're just going through and doing our thing. And it's been fun. It has been so much fun. And I teach part time. I do. I teach a couple hours a day, um, second grade for one hour, an hour and 15 minutes is third grade. And then um, that's and do a little bit of tutoring in between. But yeah, it's a lot of fun. Uh, you know, you get paid to have kids read to you and 
help them with their phonics and it's it's a lot of fun so um it's very rewarding yeah it is the light bulb mm -hmm. this thing that light bulb come on when a kid just struggles and yeah. they tell you they're struggling and you know they're struggling and everyone else is not struggling and trying to you know make yeah. it so that six kids can all have the same concept understood at the same time that that that's a struggle sometimes especially with math math is a hard topic mm -hmm. some days to teach because oh, this person's off doing their own thing I don't get this Miss Natalie but you know so we use a lot of mm -hmm. pictures and we use a lot of manipulatives and you know those hands-on tactile things um, mm -hmm. and if you have a struggling learner it's okay to get you know um, I, I don't know get forks out or spoons and count the spoons mm -hmm. or you know um, Skittles do whatever you have to do, you know, yeah. <laughs> to chopsticks, you know, go to the local Chinese restaurant, get fortune cookies and chopsticks. I don't know what you have to do, you know, so you have, you know, I use apples a lot as my example. And so I will draw a, you know, I have just an example here. I have a board. <laughs> so I have a division and a, this mm -hmm. is a Montessori board. And so you would say, okay, there's uh, four people and they each, you know, so four divided by two, equals two so you figure mm -hmm. out you know the division there and stuff like that but show it on paper show it by right. drawing circles or boxes and you know 80 divided by 10 is eight so you're gonna have you know 80 all together of those dots in those boxes so draw 10 boxes and put eight dots in each let's count them <laughs> mm -hmm. and then you know um and so just different concepts um we just started ctc math specifically this this past school year and it's customizable goes k through 12 and even my kindergartner who's not doing school he's doing first grade level um work and the lessons are really short but my daughter who struggles with math she gets it so i'm like is this supposed to be happening <laughs> you know and as, i'm a teacher yet i'm still okay she gets it and it's fun for her she's actually saying she likes math okay so ct math that for us works for us a becca might work for your family um Charlotte Mason, Dennis and math. I've heard very good things about Dennis and math, but that's more junior high, high school. So that's one mm -hmm. uh, Saxon. A lot of people love Saxon. My husband didn't do well with Saxon. I never had Saxon. So I don't know much about Saxon, but I, you know, I can refer what I know about certain topics and I do study curriculums. Um, Kathy Duffy, her website is a phenomenal review website because mm -hmm. she's credentialed and all that. She literally studies um she's been around forever yeah <laughs> forever. I actually requested okay. a sign language book to be added to the website and she did she did it within a week and she's mm -hmm. she's a phenomenal lady um and I don't know what she does behind the scenes and how busy she actually is and stuff but I love her work and um I love her what is the 20 top 20 30 different curriculum options that are really really mm -hmm. solid and um you know take that and run with it because she knows what she's doing guys <laughs> that woman yeah knows she's she literally I think has a degree in studying curriculum and reviewing it and stuff like that so yes I trust her <laughs> so she's yeah. one website that I do refer people to you know after you get your state laws in place what documents need to go to your district then you know once you figure out what style of homeschooling okay Kathy Duffy look it up type it in it's all there right for you and now Charlotte Mason has a has style of homeschooling quiz as well that I pass along to people uh, with that unit studies um mm -hmm. are another really good way for younger elementary and even middle elementary to study and if you have a struggling learner sometimes letting them especially for like history and science topics let them pick the topic or the animal or the anatomy part you know the, the circulatory system that they want to study go mm -hmm. to the library it's free guys it's free <laughs> i like <free>. yeah <laughs> um and you can find free templates online and another one that um is, I 
know if you'd consider a style of homeschooling, but lap booking. And not a lot of people know what lap booking is. It's similar mm-hmm. to unit studies, but you would take, for instance, the Boston Tea Party and you take a granola um, folder and you, thirds, and you find a free template on the Boston Tea Party and you write a couple of facts down and they glue it in and you can show people how much they've learned. And a yeah. lot of, you know, parents are, my parents were very doubtful of us homeschooling the first year we did. And they said, okay, why aren't you doing a Becker or Bob Jones? We have no a Becker or Bob Jones in our house because my kids don't fit that style. And that's okay. If you use a Becker or Bob Jones, amazing. Great. If that's right. your family, do it. <laughs> you know, and one thing I've learned as an evaluator is I am non-biased. I don't care what curriculum you used. Did your child learn? That's what mm-hmm. I'm going to ask because they're so, well, what if they're not up to par? What if they're not up to, st- I don't care. Yeah, standards mm-hmm. are important to a certain degree. But that's based on adults who may not have even had kids making these rules. I'm sorry, but I take it with a grain of salt. <laughs> and it bothers me it's that so we true. are so ingrained in this box with this mentality yeah. that I have to do it this way. No. Yeah. Jump out. <laughs> Get out of or, the box. Or we have, we have parenting, again, air quotes here, parents, parenting experts who don't even have kids. <laughs> like yes respectfully yes yes bless you yep so and i yeah. i i can't tell you how and as a, as a school bus driver i drove for six seven years um before, right as i was having babies and um the mentality of that box mentality that you have to you know and i have friends that are teachers in public schools currently and they've told me that we're we don't feel like we can teach as freely as we want to anymore we're taught to test of course not yeah we're taught yeah. to test because the more, the higher the grades, the better the funding is for the public mm-hmm. school. And so that's what teachers now have yeah. to pretty much do. And I'm not trying to bash pa- public schools. These are just facts from- No, I have so much respect for, for teachers. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how they do it. <laughs> we know you got multiple <laughs> kids that you're trying to, right. you know, just a handful of kids you're trying to juggle. Can you imagine having a classroom of 20 to 30? God I've bless had, those, those people. Well, I've had 17 before so, and 20 at one time when I taught at a private school and it was too much. It, it was, yeah. I had, you know, 65, 70 kids throughout the entire day. And, you know, it was high school. So not only did I have regular history tests to grade, but I had papers they had to write and I had, and it was government mm-hmm. economics and everything else. It was a nightmare. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was an absolute I hated it I absolutely did not enjoy teaching in a private <laughs> school and I can't even imagine what teaching in a public school was or how that would be yeah. you know with all the pressures that teachers have now to push that you know and some states just passed laws where kids can graduate without knowing how to read or write who in their right mm-hmm. mind thought that was a good idea let me mm-hmm. talk to them. <laughs> Let me talk to them. I want to talk to them. Like explain to them, like you haven't taught a day in your life, have you? Like it bothers me to know and knowing that these people who are in charge of our country are trying to pass these laws that they have no idea what they're talking about. And, and it bothers yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to all the more reason that no, all the more reason we're we're blessed with yes. you know the option and ability and all the things, the resources that we have at our fingertips to, to homeschool our kids. So, right. so, uh, so and our grandkids, you know, <laughs> for, for those of us who are older. Um not there yet. Yeah, but... I mean uh, get ready. Um, <laughs> it comes it comes overnight, let me tell you. Um but uh and there's nothing like it. But the um so going back to nuggets of wisdom, mm-hmm. the 
encourage a, a family to start, you know, start with your law, start with your learning styles, get, um, Kathy Duffy, you know, look at, I don't want to say, look at all your resources. You, you can't look at all your resources. You will never make a decision, exactly. you know, but, exactly. um, but just focus on your child's learning style. Right. Um, next start, start there because that narrows but, the options down by, you know, here's a fifth, here's a fifth, here's a fifth. Greatly. Yeah. <laughs> you can break yeah. it down that way or even type in Google, um, Charlotte Mason curriculums. Um, yeah. Montessori style curriculums and it'll yeah. pop up website after website but at least you've narrowed it down and mm-hmm. um, people ask me a lot do I have to complete a whole book no you don't no. it's not based on if you complete how many teachers don't get through an entire curriculum in one year all of them yeah. <laughs> yeah. 90% of them at least do not get through. I never yeah. did I got through maybe 70% of a book and you know even in high school um, I do transcripts and diplomas and stuff um you just have to get a certain percentage done now it depends on if you're an academic diploma versus a parent issued diploma and mm-hmm. legally in Pennsylvania parents can issue diplomas and it counts legally as a academic you know diploma yeah that colleges have to legally accept and a lot of colleges try to say no I can't but it's written in the law and so once we get to show them the actual law <laughs> um colleges are a lot more adapt to accepting them because legally they have to yeah and so, um, so yeah, for elementary though, that just get the foundations down, get your math mm-hmm. skills down, get your writing skills down and cursive writing. Oh, bless their heart. Get cursive writing down, <laughs> learn cursive writing. You have to mm-hmm. sign your name. My sister worked at a bank and she told me horror stories about a kid would come in with a check for his birthday and he couldn't sign his own name and he's in fifth grade. Uh, teach your child how to write in cursive. I cannot yeah. stress it's so important and, and read an analog clock yes and read an analog clock <laughs> that's not taught in a lot of, a lot of um situations now either yeah it, it's a shame because it needs to be so yeah those are things in math that i make sure you know holidays i can't tell you how many kids i teach that don't know why july 4th is celebrated which is literally oh. one of the most important days of our entire year in our country yeah. kids have no idea other than fireworks and fun and we get a day off, you know, they have no idea. So I add in a lot of historical, like, let's celebrate this guys. And how many continents do we have? And, you know, here's my map. Let's look at this today. Look at the green. Oh, look at that. There's North America. And Greenland is not actually technically part of always North America. Some people say it is some people. So going into those details of just showing them and, you know, I do a lot of Google maps. They have a lot of those really cool. What is it? The 360 views now that you have on the Google Uh maps. So we'll go into mm-hmm. there and look at it like, this is what it looks like in real life, guys. <laughs> it's our field trip yeah. today. And so, yeah, we'll do that because teaching online, there's only so much you can do, not having in-person capabilities and stuff, but it's a lot of fun. And, you know, my kids love yeah. geography because we get to go on field trips through Google Maps <laughs> for the yeah. day and, and stuff like Thank that. Thank you, Internet. <laughs> Thank yes. you, Invention of Internet. <laughs> yes. You can tell, Natalie, you, you you love what you do. You love working with the kids. You're such high energy. And I think that's, I think that's so awesome. It's um, a lot of kids are attracted to, and therefore they, they engage with you and they retain. I mean, you can just tell, you just, you love what you do. I know there's a mom listening. That's like, I, I need help. <laughs> I need help. What, what do I do? Um, so how, how can you, like, what could Nuggets of Wisdom offer or provide them? Um, just, you know, for, for a jump start. So and I know honestly to reassure them that they're they're doing okay (laughs) yeah I actually have a where to homeschool thing on that I'm putting back on the website it doesn't cost very much 
Uh, but it's a whole just workbook. And uh, I uh, there's a free video included on where to get started, different homeschooling mm-hmm. websites that can help any homeschooling family start. And, you mm-hmm. know, I do have a little quip in there. You know, I am in Pennsylvania. So if you are in homeschooling in Pennsylvania or you're moving to Pennsylvania and you need help homeschooling, shoot me an email. You know, yeah. and like I said, I'm not here to bash public schools, but the results are there. These are facts. These are not just guesstimates. They're facts that kids are not learning in public schools. They're just not. Yeah. And, you know, I do understand if you have to send your kid to public school because you cannot make it work and your kid needs an IEP when yeah. that's the only place that they can provide it, then do it. If that's what you have yeah. to do, then do it. I'm not here to say, no, that's horrible. Don't No, because if you have to do it, your kid still needs to learn something. <laughs> Yeah, it's a very personal decision for sure. But for those who, you know, who have the ability right. to do it, I mean, what a privilege, you and know? It, you know, and even those that are working full time, get the Abeka mm-hmm. videos or the Bob Jones videos that are, you know, do some live classes. And yes, that way they're still home with you yeah. and take those breaks every once in a while. It's okay to take yeah. a break. I mean, what do they say? Kindergarten, first grade, that age should take maybe 30 minutes of actual learning a day. Yeah. And yeah. you know, off up to fifth grade, it's like one and a half to two hours for fifth grade a day. And I mean, I think I spend maybe three hours a day doing school with my kids and I have three of them because mm-hmm. we just don't need to. So elementary wise, it's okay if you don't get eight hours a day. I don't expect you to. If you told me you did school with your kid for eight hours a day, I'd say you're crazy. <laughs> yeah, you don't need <laughs> to be way, doing it. In yeah. a good way, you know, and if they want to learn yeah. like that, uh, that's a, I wish my kids could sometimes do that more, you know, but it's okay. You know, it's okay. And I, I, I applaud you for being able to take that time with them for that many hours a day and be able to do school. Cause I couldn't, mm-hmm. and I'm a teacher <laughs> saying that, you know, I, I couldn't do it. Um, but so then we go into middle school. What do they need to know? How do you do middle school? That's a hard, hard, hard age to teach. Now, I taught sign language. I had middle schoolers and they were actually my best groups to teach because they wanted to be there, 99% of them. And that was a nice thing that I teach and groups that, you know, I offer a class and they sign up. And so kids usually want to be there. But on the other side of that, I have taught seventh through ninth, 12th grade history and geography and sign language. And I had kids that could care less if they were in school or not, (laughs) you know? And so the attitude is there, the hormones are changing. They're going through all the different things of becoming an adult and they're and they know everything um and I had middle school bus kids and they were the worst groups that I had for driving school bus and it depended on the route <laughs> it depends on the route um but you know and so working with them in a very different way of understanding they're changing they're growing their mm-hmm. brains are exploding with information and so yeah, their chances are the learn their a child's learning style is going to change it I can. mean oh yes so very right. broad statement, but I, I would almost guarantee your child's learning style is going to change over the years when they get to the you know more formative years and then even high school years, it's, it's going to change. Right. Um, right. So your methodology is, you know, should, should flow with it. Right. Um, my oldest is 10, you know, he's in fifth grade this year and I'm already starting to see the hormone changes and all the other stuff. And I'm like, yep, I'm mentally preparing myself for <laughs> all the stuff that's coming. <laughs> and yes, I do ask a lot of questions with moms who have kids that have already gone through this from my church and stuff like that. I'm like, how did you handle this? Yeah. What did you do? I need help. <laughs> so um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to tell me. you, as, yeah, the, the hellacious seasons that I have walked through with some of some of my kids yes. um 
uh, I will still tell you those teenage years are the best. They, and I, I mean, my, I've got kids now, it, I've got teens now and I've got some in twenties, um, but I will hands down tell you that teens are awesome. I mean, they are absolutely awesome. <laughs> That's good. They, to know. they are. That's what I have to look for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I think it's, I think it's sometimes a shame that, you know, we hear such horror stories over, you know, oh my gosh, you know, teenagers, you know, gritting teeth, this, that, and other, others. I mean, they, they're becoming their own person. Yeah. you know and and a lot um, of kids nowadays come from broken homes how many uh, when i drove school bus i would say 90 percent of them <laughs> from a broken home and you could yeah. tell the kids that got the attention that they needed at home and the ones that didn't and the ones that didn't acted out and lashed out because they think no one cares about them because <laughs> their bodies are changing and they just need some extra love <laughs> to focus on that yeah. hey can you wait a minute after you know they were getting everyone else getting off the bus like can i just talk to you for a second and like hey i hope you have a good day like what yeah. Who are you? You're talking to me. <laughs> like they're shocked yeah. that you know someone would take the time. They just need to feel loved and yes. included. They need yeah. that that extra love during that time because they they just don't they're trying to be independent because they're not little kids anymore and yet they know how to do everything themselves but they don't know how to do any of it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just yeah. it's, you know and all the you know hormonal change with the pimples and the anxiety from like my face is covered and you know I I went through that I actually had pimples everywhere on my face when I was a teen. And I struggled with that a lot, anxiety of, you know, and um, my parents are very old fashioned, like just suck it up and do it, <laughs> you know, you'll be fine. And we parent very differently than, you know, a lot, yeah. I think a lot of parents parent differently than what the last generation did. And, mm -hmm. you know, they that's had... how you learn how to parent. You, you learn <laughs> what yep. you want to continue what... to do, what you want to change. Yes. You know? Yes. Yeah. And, you know, do what my parents agree with everything we do. No, of course not. <laughs> and yeah. you're you know not every parent and that's okay you know it works for our family it works for us it works mm -hmm. for what we do with our kids and it may not yeah. be the traditional strictness you know no I actually try to talk to my daughter when she's struggling with something you know if I get mad I, I do apologize and you know just you have to and you know they teach them that we're human we're adults we're big people but yeah. we're human too we do make mistakes and yes I've had to apologize many times <laughs> For, for things that you know I either got too angry or it's like why don't you understand this you should know this by now you know or frustration that we get as adults and those are the same emotions except that we hide it better <laughs> than the kids do yeah. um, so middle school honestly if you have a struggling student get some workbooks don't even you know don't worry about if you get through even half the book if they're struggling in math especially geometry or something like that if you get through as much as you can and they actually understand what they're learning, but you got through 25% of that book. Good for you. Good for you. They yeah. understand it. <laughs> I mean, as long as they're making progress. Exactly. And so, yeah. you know, um, we don't have as many middle school, high school products on Nuggets of Wisdom. We do have a constitution workbook um, that is learning the preamble, learning the Pledge of Allegiance, learning the different documents, writing about the articles, um, the 10, first 10 articles. And mm -hmm. um amendments to the constitution and, and you know what what are they talking about what does it mean and doing mm -hmm. your own unit research on those things and writing about it and I think middle schoolers because they are independent giving them that freedom through those workbooks of read the 10 amendments go to google go to the library you're going to do your own research and you're going to write you know mm -hmm. 10 sentences on what the xyz means based on the 10 amendments of the constitution so there are books on that I actually have a, now these are for like fourth to sixth grade, probably 
This is one thing we have, 50 States Notebook. We can use it for any of the 50 states. And okay. I did give it out for free for a little bit, which I might do again. Um, but you put the state name, you write the state motto, mm -hmm. but this covers more than just your basics of the bird and the flag and this and that. Um, some other things, what region is the state in? How many people currently live in the state? Describe the state quarter. I mean, how many mm -hmm. of us know what state quarters look like? <laughs> yeah. Most of us don't because, you know, we collected them when they first came out and I don't remember any of those. Um, and then also to write some interesting facts and then any landmarks make some what food is unique to the state, um, who is the current governor, who are two senators, and how many state reps are in the state. So there's a lot of different informational facts that we need to know we're not teaching our kids. I can't tell you who the governor is of Hawaii. <laughs> you know, so yeah. being able to study these things that are current modern day history. So there are things like that. And you could even use this for high school that, you know, it would take you a little while to go through because you have to not only make food, you know, check off when you try a recipe, that can count as partly math. If your kid is struggling, mm -hmm. you just need a break <laughs> or something, make some food from a state and just write down some facts about it. And, you know, it can count, that can count. And yeah. um, high school is different. You'd be surprised too, you'd be surprised too, um, what some kids are, um, like they cling to, like what kind of information that they retain. Right. There's a geography game. I can't remember the name of it right now that we have that uh, we we obviously played for a, very often <laughs> for a period of time because two two of my kids memorized the approximate the approximate population of all fifty states. Is it the world? Like you could ask either game? one of them. Uh huh. The world game, geography game, world game. I honestly I cannot remember the name. I'd have to go look. But from that game. And it's, um, it offered all the different facts like that you, you just mentioned, but from that game, again, two of my kiddos, two, two of the boys memorized the population of all 50 states. And it, I'm just like, what, yeah. <laughs> what, <laughs> yeah. let's, let's, I'm, I'm happy with capitals, dude. <laughs> I'm just happy <laughs> if you know all 50 capitals, but exactly anyway, yeah. named off from, from those, uh, worksheets and you know, some people are like, who cares? I mean, honestly, you know what, why, why would they need to know, um, you know, who the governor is or but then you you know, hear about in the news, you know, governor Newsom, yeah, he they, got arrested or had to step down or whatever, because, you know, well, where is he? Oh, he's New York. So knowing those things yeah. about these people in, in, in the news and stuff, it's really important <laughs> how much it actually yeah, does. Yeah, but it could, it could, um, too, I mean, it could lead into, you know, studying their biography or their history and, uh, right. there's just there's so much that can evolve from just random facts right and if you and did so, that as a high schooler so. you know you could really understand then what's involved with going into the constitution workbook of what's in, what's involved with creating laws and what process yeah. does it have to go through and, and you know and kids that cling to that might become our next future governor or senator yeah. or house of reps person you know so we we don't know where it could lead and that's a, just a simple yeah. workbook that you can combine or use for any of the 50 states you could even do yeah. territories puerto rico or the virgin islands you know you could go into those in the caribbean because i'm actually my third graders are doing the caribbean right now st kitts and nevis and bermuda and just the other the little countries and we go on google maps and we look up what they look like and the different sceneries around and like oh it's so colorful and because <laughs> the Caribbean yeah. is really colorful and the languages they speak the Creole and the Spanish Creole and the French Creole and the English and you know why there's different language branches of you know mm -hmm. why this group speaks it you know so there's so many things you can do from one little unit study I mean this thing is only five pages long 
but mm-hmm. you can literally do a couple weeks worth of work just based on you know the laws of the country and go into even and it all evolves from random facts exactly <laughs> so middle yeah. school, high school you know math is something yeah legally there are requirements that each state requires for us we have to do some geometry and algebra um but like history and science do what the kids want to study. I mean, now mm-hmm. the only stipulation I have with my kids is that my fifth grader is doing anatomy this year because we have not done anatomy at all. <laughs> and he, for the longest time, it's just for adults, mom. It's just for adults. So he's done zoology. He's done all these other, you know, chemistry, mm-hmm. elementary chemistry. We've studied this and that. And zoology was three years ago. He still brings up these random animal facts from three years ago. And he talks about them like- See? but they retain it's just random stuff exactly and so you know he loves studying about animals and i'm like well this year buddy we're doing you know so we've done the respiratory system we're in the digestive system right now and um he just was mom i I don't want to do this and now that he's in it he has a whole book that he just sits there and reads through and and, you know the respiratory system he's there for fun and they're just library books we get out of the library and um, he has a notebook and he's just writing as we go. And I find free templates online, you know, um, you know, writing out one thing that helped me too, at the beginning of the school year is writing out what your goals are. That's one last thing mm-hmm. that I want to mention is just, you know, short-term goals of in three months, where do you want to be? How mm-hmm. do, do a pre-test and post-test um, curriculums have assessment testing? Um, mm-hmm. Give them an ass- English assessment. Okay. What are they? They don't know what adverbs are. They don't know what adjectives are. Okay, we're going to work on that. Even if you just do a couple worksheets a week on just adjectives or just, you know, pronouns and what they are. Uh, Winston Grammar, that is a phenomenal grammar program where it literally has little colored cards and each part of speech is a different colored card. Uh, Pronouns are black, verbs are red. Montessori is another one. They have different shapes and colors that go along with the parts of speech and Mm -hmm. kids pick it up. They see it. They hear it. They, Mm -hmm. you know, memorizing your pronouns um take a week or two weeks and just memorize the pronouns do a little cheer with it ah you he she it like we have it memorized <laughs> and my kids have heard <laughs> from doing the ditty all over again with that was Rebecca that was from Rebecca <laughs> growing up with Rebecca and they do the little rhymes and chants and you know all the prepositions yeah. um and just you know have fun ways and so yeah write your three-month goal your six-month goal you know do it by trimesters and just write them mm-hmm. out like where you want to be with your child, how many different history topics you want to study and make sure they get done. How many book reports do you want your kid to do for English in fifth grade? Because my kid is fighting me on this right now that I don't wonder, he reads, no problem. He comprehends amazingly. He hates to write and he's in fifth grade. He's a 10 year old that is all boy and hates to write. So we're doing five sentences at a time. for a paragraph and so this week you just have to write five sentences and do a paragraph he's read the book already now just write you need to go listen to the episode with (laughs) Veldora Wright uh uh, yeah Veldora Rice on uh from right from the heart she we talked about uh kids kids who don't like don't like to write so I will have to yeah send me the link to that this has been a fun conversation but to wrap it up I know you have you guys at Nuggets of Wisdom have um an upcoming curriculum you want to give a teaser about that um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna put links to all this in the show notes but give a teaser about that um as we wrap up so there's a team of five of us, five of my contractor or four contractors and myself. Um, so it is a Charlotte Mason slash Montessori based curriculum. It'll be for pre-K slash kindergarten. So you would need to buy it one time for ages about three to four to about six to seven. 
So there is some writing. Um, the language arts is very minimal just because it's for kids that are learning how the what the letters are, how they're pronounced. And so we do teach cursive writing and print. So parents can choose if they want to do cursive or print. And they do little words by the end of the year. Um, quarter one is Winnie the Pooh, the original Winnie the Pooh. And so we have all of our Bible verses and our quotes from Milne. Um, there are handicraft projects. There's two a quarter. And so the handicraft project for, I'll give at least quarter one because we have that one done, um, is those beeswax candles, learning how to create beeswax candles. So that would be the handicraft for four weeks. Um, and then there's one other project we have. And then quarter two are Bible stories. And they will go into different, we focus more on women of the Bible for this year. And then we want to keep building on this as we go. So the next year would be more men of the Bible, but we're doing like Sarah and Abraham. So Abraham is still in there. Moses, we're doing Jochebed and mm -hmm. his, you know, and so there are men that are listed. They're just not going to be the focal point of these Bible stories. Uh, we also have composers because Milne for quarter one was British. We have British composers. Um, which some of these I've never heard of, but the music we've heard. <laughs> and so um, Alfred is one of the um, composers that we're studying. And he did the one to go, da, 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 da. He was compared to Sousa. He's the British Sousa. Um, I'm learning so many things with that. <laughs> and That's so, awesome. Yes. And so quarter two is more Jewish, Israel learning different countries where they're located. Quarter three, our, our focus point is on missionaries with history and geography. And we actually have a form that we're sending to missionaries that have agreed to let be in our curriculum. And we're going to get questions answered for them and have recipes each quarter as well in there. Um, just a lot of hands-on fun family activity things to do. Reading books together. We have reading book lists, the morning basket list. Um, the math is Montessori based. And so that mm -hmm. is the Montessori aspect we're combining in with the Charlotte Mason so it's not just Charlotte Mason, it is CM and Montessori both combined. Sure. Um, and then quarter four is on the farm. And so we'll have some, each week we'll talk about different animal and the life cycles of the animals. Our goal is to start pre-launching with a discounted price to, for those that buy ahead of time in July and then launching in August right around. And we have to be fine. Okay. Having, we're going to have a print copy. I'm actually talking to some publishers right now about actually getting this fully printed available for sale, which would be more expensive, but then also having the PDF copy on our website, a different page and stuff. So we're awesome. really excited. <laughs> yeah. We will definitely, yeah, we'll have to, when the time comes, we'll update, update the uh, links in the show notes um, yes. of this episode and include that for you. So that sounds great. Natalie, this has been fun. This has been a very in-depth in-depth oh, conversation so i have to say <laughs> no it's good information. it's so good um i know uh no I, I know in my knower as i like to say that there is there is that mama who needed to hear nuggets that were in this episode and i i thank you so much for for sharing and for your time uh investing in these families 